0: What's going on everybody? Welcome into the West Side Sports Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dakota Esri. If this is your guys' first time listening to the show, welcome. This podcast is free and available on all recording platforms, with podcasts coming out four to five days a week, depending upon content and updates on certain topics that I cover here on a day-to-day basis. Today's section is going to be the basis of the normal... Podcast around the world is going to be a little bit lengthy today. I got a fair amount of Mariners breakdown from an incredible Mariners weekend that it was for both the Ichiro induction uh, ceremony and the uh, overall signing of Julio Rodriguez along with a good baseball weekend the Mariners played as well. Fair amount of Seahawks takeaways today. Some updates obviously on the Jimmy Garoppolo uh, saga and with that being said, let's hop straight into it, shall we? And also, uh, this is a reminder, if you guys enjoy the podcast and enjoy the topics and conversation I bring to you four to five days a week, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating. If you would like to share this podcast for others to hear about and see what they feel and how they uh, like the show, please do so. That would help me out tremendously. And I thank you so much for doing that. Today's podcast around the world's going to start out with uh the GOAT. Tom Brady was officially named number one out of the top one hundred ranking list uh that comes from the players. Not a huge shocker here. I don't know if it's more of a uh like a honor, like an honorable position or an honorable uh you know, rating for Tom Brady to be honest with you. It's kind of hard to know. Uh, Tom's obviously Tom Brady, but he is 45 years old now. Um, It's kind of hard to see what's going to happen with that. But overall, the conversation around the Buccaneers is more focused upon offensive line and see what they can do in this upcoming season, see how uh, Leonard Fournette and those running backs uh, line up as well, maybe this would be a good bounce back year for Ronald Jones as well. As he was a huge part of the offense uh year before last. Uh thoughts and player, uh excuse me, thoughts and prayers, if I can talk today, go out to rookie running uh, the family of rookie running back Brian Robinson, who was shot multiple times in a robbery this weekend. Thankfully, he is recovering well, is expected to make a full recovery. However, the timetable for him to return back to football is TBD as there is a, a lot of moving parts with this and trying to figure out the extent of his damage from the gunshot wounds and stuff like that. But the man, he was an incredibly impressive player throughout the preseason for the Washington commanders and it's a huge loss for them. But thankfully for fantasy owners who have Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick, you will be in just fine hands. But overall, I just want to give a little bit of a moment, and a shout out to, 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 to the young man. Hope and wish you for a speedy recovery. Uh, this is big news. A couple people have been asking about this today. Uh, the MLBPA has been organizing a vote for minor league players to unionize. Now, as far as how f- long or how deep this unionization will go, as far as I know, uh, low Class A, which for the Seattle Mariners, I do believe is the Bellingham Bells. Uh, so that's going to be probably as far as it goes. It will not reach the Dominican Summer League or anything like that. As far as I, as far as I know, I could be wrong. It's just research that I've done here recently within the last few minutes, trying to figure out the extent of how far this unionization will go. As far as what this will do for the minor league players and whatnot, Essentially, this is going to give them more money to get like more money stipends, better housing situations, more money they're making per paycheck or per week or however that breaks down. I don't know the ins and outs of the financials. Uh, But what I can tell you is that minor league players have been living off of PB&Js and cans of Sprite for years. And no wonder why they can't get their bodies right when they're not getting enough money to adequately uh, refuel their bodies after a long day's work. So I'm really happy for this. This has been something that was pushing during the CBA in the offseason. And I'm glad to see that's coming to fruition now. Um, Wish it was happening a little bit earlier. However, you know, bygones to bygones, at least it is happening. And at least the players are being taken care of. And that's what the MLBPA promised that they would do. And they're keeping through and following through on their word. Rory McIlroy won the PGA Tour Championship this last weekend. He won an accumulation of $18 million in a record third FedEx Cup. Congratulations to Rory McIlroy on his standings and his overall placement in that uh, championship for the win. Team Hawaii won the Little League World Series uh, defeating team Curacao 13-3 to to win it fourth time the t- team from hawaii has won the little league world series C- congratulations to their uh to, to the kids and to the families for all their hard work and traveling and all of that stuff just love to see that uh, event come up every single year and little league world series is very very special and especially with how modernized they're making it it really looks like you know professional baseball obviously it's in a little league field but they do a great job of advertising that and i uh, just want to give a little bit of shout out to the to the kids and the young men and the boys who did a lot of work for that and i got a just just touch on this this is the last thing for around the, around the world right aaron Rodgers admitted on the joe rogan podcast that he played a game after using percocet for pain are you kidding me like is that legal i mean i'm sure that uh you know a lot of people ask you know well what's the difference between taking a percocet for pain and receiving a steroid injection well i don't really think they're technically is one it's just the platforms and air riders first it's the ayahuasca and ayahuasca however the hell you want to say it right um and then he admits that he was taking percocet for pain management on joe rogan it's like hey dude you gotta air every piece of your dirty laundry like is your new girlfriend like teaching you i know there's a lot of conversation on seattle sports station about blue of earth whatever her name is right i'm not trying to center the lady i don't know a damn thing about her so i'm not trying to talk about somebody i don't know because that would be hypocritical but The fact that this lady, seriously, is encouraging Aaron Rodgers clearly to be open about everything he's doing is not a good look for the Green Bay Packers organization. 1st you we're talking about taking psychedelics, and Green Bay is one of the most historic, valued franchises in all of professional sports, let alone the NFL, right? You know, historic Lambeau Field, the Frozen Tundra. You know, the Lambo Leap, the cheese head. Uh, it's 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 crazy, right? So you're going on a Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, and you're openly admitting that you're taking painkillers before a game, which a lot of people probably they don't care, right? But it's just the platform. Like, why do you not tell everybody about what the hell you do, Aaron Rodgers? Every time now that's offseason, first, I'm on psychedelics to feel truly loved, and then I'm taking Percocet for a game. Air Rodgers, just shut up. Just, you just do all of us a favor and just shut up. Like, I don't know how hard it is for you. First, you show up looking like Nicolas Cage from Con Air with your wife beater, your white tank top, whatever the hell you want to call it, on. And then you drop your bag and your hair's flowing in the wind. Where They probably put a fan behind you to make it look like that because you're such a you know, modeled man. Oh God, I'm so dis. Oh, I I, I need to stop at this because this is just going to make me gag talking about Aaron Rodgers. He is an incredible football player. I will never take that away from Aaron Rodgers. But do us all a favor and just shut the hell up, please. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing about Aaron Rodgers. Okay, what's I got to say. Seattle Storm uh, played yesterday. They defeated the Aces 76-73 in that game. Led the way by Jewel Lloyd by 26 points, along with Brianna Stewart, who put in 24 of her own. Sue Bird recorded 12 assists, zero turnovers. And one of those 12 assists recorded her number 342nd career playoff assist, which now sets a WNBA record. So it's another record that Sue Bird breaks and another obstacle that she continues to push down on her way. She's an incredible player. Um, I did not get a chance to watch this yet yesterday, unfortunately. I was at a uh, celebration of life for a family member that passed away recently. But um, game two will be Wednesday at 7 p.m. And uh, dedicating my show today to my uh, uncle who passed away, to my Uncle Rusty. Rest in peace. Uh, Just want to give a moment of silence for him real quick, please. Thank you. Um, Mariners, Mariners, Mariners. What an incredible weekend, I got to say worse i mean we we're, we're worse to start you know you look at everything that happened with this last weekend and first of all you start the weekend off on the right foot obviously with the julio rodriguez extension everybody gets excited first thing in the morning jeff Pass and jesse sanchez they cover all the ins and outs details they great job also ken rosenthal as well uh press conference was pretty much exactly what i imagined ty france mitch hanniger scott A lot of the other teammates were in that press conference to just watch the press conference, paying homage to history being made. A lot of people are going to ask, why do you say there's history being made? This isn't the first time the Mariners made a huge signing. No, but this is the first time that the Mariners have locked up, besides for Felix Hernandez, but Felix was a little bit later in his career, that they lock up a young prospect, one of the most promising, blooming uh, prospects in all all of baseball. They don't wait around. They don't dilly-dally around. They just jump straight at it and say, look, we know how great this kid is going to be. We have made so much money off of his jerseys, which isn't just a, you know the only part of it. It is a big part of when they decide to make decisions like this, because you know it's a financial you know uh, decision, not so much a burden, because I would make it sound like it was a, ne- a negative connotation on it. But overall, it was a great start off for the weekend. Uh, the the extension was great. The press conference was great. Uh, the Mitch Haniger slide in the second base was epic. Just another great moment. Man, I got to say, how hard is it for other TV networks to go out and get the level of cameras that Apple TV does? Because their cameras are simply amazing, you know? Now we're seeing more cameras down at the home plate trying to look up and get the emotion at the actual moment that it happens, not just, you know, trying to get a third or a bird's-eye view more cameras on the field and more microphones is nothing but a good thing for baseball right now it really is i got nothing more to say about that uh just you gotta figure out a way to get it in especially for the fact that the Mariners are able to get into the playoffs to break that drought you've got to get more microphones you gotta get more cameras on there increase uh the just make the viewing experience better just in general and root sports has got the money they have the assets to do so hopefully they're going to be able to find a way to do that and we'll see what happens here in the upcoming days and weeks ahead as we are approaching the final stretch. Uh let's see here. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm just going down my list here for you guys. I got a lot to get into here. Oh, Obviously, uh, let's not beat around the bush here. Ichiro's induction was just simply tremendous on all levels. The red carpet, Rick Riz's speech, Ichiro's speech was incredible. The jokes, Jr. were perfect. Um, I thought Ken was a little taken back by it, but, you know, Ken's Ken, and, you know, he's going to be the face of the franchise, you know, so, un- understandably. Um, see here, obviously, the ballpark was full set all over 45,000 plus at the ballpark, which is incredible. Even up in the top, Nosebleeds is what you want to see, especially for an event of this magnitude. Uh, the importance of Ichiro to this community. I can I could literally take an entire podcast to just talk to you about... The importance of Ichiro Suzuki to the city of Seattle. When he came to us, you know, in his late 20s, came in, just wanting to prove himself, and the Salmeras gave him the opportunity to begin his brand, to build his name, and he wins Rookie of the Year. MVP as Rookie his rookie Year. It doesn't, that's like, I believe, if I remember the stat, it was the second time in the history of baseball that a rookie came in, won Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same season, It's an incredible feat, such a well-spoken man, such grace, such honor on the field. The tributes from Shohei Otani, Randy Johnson, Jamie Moyer, uh, obviously Ken Griffey, Edgar Martinez... Um, you know, re, uh, listening to the playbacks and the rewinds and just the flashbacks of uh, Dave Niehaus and having Dave Neihouse's wife out on the field was a very special moment for me, along with so many other fans there. Just, uh, Just the nostalgia was off the chain. Uh, just great job Mariners PR uh, Mariners team in general Katie Griggs Jerry John Stanton um I'm just not a big fan of John Stanton I'm not going to get into that today this is not what I'm trying to get into today however I'm going to talk a little bit about John Stanton and his uh kind of how what his spot is with this organization going forward for the very bright future in the offseason coming but this said the celebration was great the fan turnout was great the overall atmosphere was electric not to try and make a pun for the electric factory but it truly was amazing and i gotta give a lot of shout out to to the fans to everybody who showed up and just rooted and gave ichiro all the love that he deserves so so much and uh just ichiro thank you for everything that you've done for this city Thank you for the, com- for the for the impact for the community for the franchise for uh, all of the new fans coming across from Asia who were you know living in Seattle and looking for an Asian influence. Uh, that's just, a, he's just a terrific player, a great ambassador for this franchise, for the city, for the fan base and each we are truly lucky and blessed to be able to have you in our ring, of, in our ring of, ring of honor, excuse me, in hall of fame. Uh, this is something I kind of want to touch on a little bit and then we're going to transition. We're pretty much done with Mariners today. Just a couple more things and we're going to transport, uh, transfer into Seahawks. There's some information I gotta get on there. Um, Mariners continues to live by the home run ball. It's kind of live by the sword, die by the sword kind kind of thing. I'm not big on this kind of baseball, it's too reliant upon a few moments. I wanna see more small ball incorporated. Uh, Just singles and doubles, I know. Incorporating with the mix of home runs in general, uh, which obviously is great to watch. Everyone likes to watch the home run, it's exciting, it's captivating. You know, it's one of the big things that brings attention to baseball in general. But you can't just live and die by the home run ball because then it gets, I hate to say, it kind of gets boring. It's like a huge roller coaster and I'd rather see a more consistent play. There was an uh, informational update a few minutes ago on, uh, through Shannon Dreyer, about JJP Crawford, who has been dealing with a little bit of a pec issue. Uh, They did have an MRI on it. There is no tear. There is no pull or anything. It's just some discomfort in there. I imagine that might get him a couple days off. With today's day off, two days off, I imagine he'll probably be back out there for tomorrow's game at Detroit, which will be at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, but not having him in the lineup was a uh, not a huge downside. Obviously, Dylan Moore hit the big home run. That was the reason why the Mariners were able to win the ball game, along with the home run by Ty France, which is a nice thing to see. Maybe that's a sign from him breaking out of his slump he's been in, because it's just been rough at the plate for for, for Ty France. Uh, pitching yesterday was phenomenal. Robbie Ray went 7 innings, 3 hits, no walks, 7 strikeouts, 11-8 and eight record on the year for Robbie Ray with a 3-5 ERA. He continues to push and continues to find his footing later on in the season, which is well needed. Uh, let's see here. Starters for the Cleveland series overall went, uh, so went as such. 25 innings pitched, 4 earned runs, 23 strikeouts, 2 walks, to a 1.42 ERA. Can, uh, and that equaled a three and one record in the series versus the Cleveland Guardians. Positive note on then we're going to transfer it to the Hawks. Uh, left-handed pitcher Matt Boyd is expected to join the team during the series in the Detroit for in Detroit versus the Tigers. Not sure if' it's what they that will show up and happen, but he is expected to do so. He has had been nothing short of excellent in AAA with the Rainiers uh, posting over 16 strikeouts to no walks in his outings currently in AAA. So that is a positive thing to see, especially for having a left-handed arm out of the bullpen. There's been some speculation about why Chris Flexen has not been used lately. There is a stat that popped up today on Twitter and I had to do a little bit of fact-checking to make sure this was correct, and it is. There is a uh, opt-in clause for Chris Flexen for next season. If he pitches over 300 innings, uh Between last year and this year, he is uh, vested into an8 million dollar option for next season, which a lot of people say eight million for Chris Flexen is worth it, which I would agree with that, considering that we'll probably be using him in long relief in the bullpen next year. Unless you know, bearing some kind of a trade that I don't anticipate to happen, but uh, a lot of people have been asking myself but why Chris Flex has not been pitching lately, he hasn't pitched since the 17th of August, so a couple of weeks off. Uh, I'm assuming that they will probably uh, bust him out soon. I don't know when that's gonna happen as to why you know they're waiting so long to give him. I mean, obviously, he's, he's gonna pitch at some point in the season or uh, in the near future. When that happens, obviously, is TBD. But that's the reason why Chris Flexen has not been pitching as of lately. And speaking of lately, Seattle Seahawks finished the uh, preseason, y'all. Obviously, it wasn't a great preseason by any form of fashion. It was hideous. Uh, obviously, we lost all three games. 27-26 to Dallas. Drew Lock, as uh, usual, unfortunately, it was subpar to say the least. And to say it politely, Pete announced that Geno will indeed be the Week One starter versus the Denver Broncos, and Russell Wilson comes back to town. Um, for what it's worth, though, Pro Football Focus stated that Geno Smith was the number one rated preseason passer with a grade of 88.1, followed by Justin Fields. Jason Myers finished off a strong preseason uh, this year, going 4 4 on field goal attempts. Name that uh, really jumped off the uh, off the off the page, really off the field yesterday was linebacker Joel DeBlanco, who recorded 12 tackles, half a sack, one quarterback hit. Solid outing for for the rookie uh, linebacker, especially for the fact they are not very deep at all. Uh, linebacker depth has been one of the main concerns of training camp. I'd anticipate probably he makes the practice squad. I don't think he'll make the active roster due to the fact that Tanner Muse has been playing a little bit more consistently there at linebacker. Latest roster cuts, uh, Aaron Doncora, linebacker, Ronnie Rivers, running back, Cade Brewer, tight end, and Jamison Houston, a DB, have all been cut. Uh, I don't have any more current updates. I'm saying that as I'm checking my phone to make sure I'm not missing anything. It uh, looks like nothing overly big has been happening yet. Uh, no big names for roster cuts. I'm assuming, obviously, the cut downs come down tomorrow i will have all of that information for you guys as well um and yeah just something to note of and watch so if the jimmy g uh conversation in seattle is done uh, the uh, San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo within the last hour have finalized an agreement to restructure his contract to keep him in San Francisco. I have a lot of questions about this. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I understand that he is by far the best backup quarterback in football. This makes me wonder if the 49ers have a lot of questions when it comes down to Trey Lance's uh, progression at the quarterback position and learning the overall offense. Uh, the kid's got a lot of arm talent, but it just kind of makes me wonder whether or not they would rather have Jimmy on the roster and pay him a all of that money the deal uh is, is just reported uh via adam schefter 6.5 million guaranteed with uh money going up to 16 million no trade clause for jimmy garoppolo so obviously the trade talks to the Seattle seahawks are done and it's time for the seahawks to uh fully invest in or all the seahawks excuse me the seahawk fans not the organization investing into gino uh smith and drew Locke at this current time Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, when I get more information, I will bring that up on tomorrow's podcast. If you guys enjoyed the overall topics I brought to you today and the overall flow of conversation and around the world segments along with the Seattle Storm, please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. If you guys have any comments or anything you would like me to talk about for upcoming podcasts and shows, please reach out to me on Facebook, Sports in the Northwest is my is my sports group uh it's a green insignia for the seattle mariners i uh post up my links on there as well as twitter p and w caps on those three professor is lowercase. and with that being said uh day off for the mariners uh see what happens with roster cuts for the seahawks today see us rise